what's up everybody welcome back to the able recipe podcast my name is joseph from abstractdiscovery.com and ablerecipe.com i'm gonna be your host for these next few minutes so it's approaching the end of july and i just wanted to kind of talk about something else because i'm pretty sure that everybody's tired of hearing zing ding over and over and the other day when i was um i was cleaning my room i think it was two nights ago yeah two nights ago i was cleaning my room and it was a deep clean because like you know i was you know i've been cut you know i've been chilling in here and basically i kind of let myself go for a little bit and you know for, forgot you know i left things around and it just became a mess in my room and after i you know after i cleaned up and you know i, I felt so i felt so fresh and i i, I know like i know that's like pretty obvious and stuff but yeah <laughs> when when you have like adhd and and stuff like that and and when you know you, you generally don't really expect people to come around and stuff you tend to not care <laughs> you're just like whatever like no one's gonna visit me anyway it's like who's gonna who's gonna you know or like you just you leave something somewhere and you're just like i'm gonna visit that there and you know you just get stuck there for a few days and you're just like damn i gotta take this out oh out of my room <laughs> well basically like um yeah like i started you know decluttering and then i was like damn i have so much shit and then i started telling myself i'm like why did i buy this why did i buy this why did i buy this I was like, oh what the hell like i spent so much money on on this and i don't even use it and i saw like i, I saw so many things that I, like i was spending money on from like the past like the past month to years to even documents even i had pictures that i shouldn't probably be not necessarily like you know i don't know what to do with them like i don't want to throw them away because i feel like that's a moment in time where it it, it was relevant and i always think that like leaving some kind of dust data and stuff like pictures and stuff is good for people who uh i guess we cover it when um when you're not around and like dumb pictures like these are pictures like um the first ones with well they're both or yeah they're they're with ex-girlfriends and it was because it was like prom or not prom but like like homecoming or um you know when it's homecoming and you guys get all dressed up and yeah like um so i had an aunt right my, my auntie she passed away rest in peace to my auntie candy but she she passed away um but before that she worked for the same company or she worked for the i don't know like she i guess there's like one company that like the schools and stuff use like to like develop pictures you know that she worked for that company and um yeah like i would never i would or i would i would never order like um I, I think I used to order like probably like the not the lowest one but you know like something in the middle like 20 bucks something like that was around 30 bucks or something and then like my aunt she always like upgraded uh the pictures and she always sent them early so like at school right like um we'll be chilling and stuff and then like you know someone comes into class and they're just like oh this is you know this is for you and i'm like what the hell is everybody else's and then everyone's like how'd you get your pictures already i'm like i don't know and then like you know and then when i opened the box and stuff and then i, I saw my aunt's names and she said like uh you know just a little small message like hi jay like you know hi jay um this is your aunt uh 
I got you. Uh, don't worry, I got you your pictures, and I upgraded. I upgraded your package to the number one, and I used to be like, damn, like that's crazy, and it'll be kind of embarrassing at the same time because number one, uh, the, the like the first package, the highest package, is very embarrassing. Uh, well, like I think like in high school you think you're the shit and stuff, but then like when you think about it in real life, it's kind of kind it's kind of cheesy. <laughs> so like um there'll be like the there's like they put one picture it's like it's huge it's like a freaking it's like a painting like literally like i'll say like probably like a like length i mean like a height wise probably like 20 and then like the width and the width of the thing is like two probably probably like two three inches and then um uh what's it called the other side so you know the length and the width and stuff i think the length was like probably like 12 probably like 12 by 20 like that but just imagine carrying that shit in school and you're just like hi and it's like it's it's just out there it's just a picture it's i mean it's a picture on like a box or like canvas or something and you're just like fuck it's embarrassing and then like I'm walking around like first second period with these big ass these big ass like this big ass picture I'm like oh my goodness like I look like the, the fucking I look like the most cheesiest person in the world right now and then people were just like damn I didn't I'm not even supposed to get like you know they said we weren't getting ours for like two three months you got yours like the the freaking weekend right after uh homecoming and I'm like I don't I don't know and then uh but yeah it was my aunt my aunt she she was um I guess I guess she was like an edit. She was an editor, editorial. Like she would be the one to like move, move like acne and stuff. And I always ordered that. <laughs> I always ordered that package. Like remove acne because like I grew up with like really bad acne. I mean I still have acne, but like like in high school it was like oh man it was bad. And I, I'm surprised I even had girlfriends. Like to be honest, like with all the acne I had, but um uh yeah so like as i was cleaning i started you know getting deeper and deeper into the past and i was like fuck like why do i have so much shit here that's still from the past and then i was like is it like i was like should we should i throw this away like or should i keep it and then maybe repurpose that data and then like turn it into content later and you know like so i was like I think like you know in the minute as a like if you're trying to be a minimalist and stuff you would or even if you're just trying to get through a breakup i think like the best thing to do is throw it away right but for me like i'm like no like this is good content like like not like content that i would use to get against the person but like content i could i could like create stories with because i know that it's real no one has to know that it's real like that you know it's just it's just good content like to me and i'm like this is a good story like like because you know like before it's so like if you're young um i don't know if, i don't know if the, they, they still do this in school because everybody text messages now or oh, i don't know use whatsapp or fine or i mean i mean line and and all that shit but like back in the day <laughs> i sound like i'm old but back in the day we used to pass notes and passing notes you know it felt it actually yeah, passing notes actually felt more um it felt i actually liked the whole that whole thing with passing notes so me and my me and my ex right like we wouldn't um we wouldn't uh, we would talk of course you know but like of course like we don't talk to each other when we're in class right but every so like every class we would always meet up uh like every passing period when you're walking to your next class 
I would see we would see each other. We we always met up. So well, like basically everyone in the in high school, like we all met up like in uh like like during passing period, we always like kicked it for like at least like five minutes, you know, and hung out um at this place called the Square, and the Square is where all the like, basically if if you're Asian, that's where you hang out because um you know if you need a community, you need friends, and you're you're new, you're Asian, you're gonna hang out here. Like you don't I mean, you don't have to, but everywhere else is like it's broke it's broken up by like it kind of seemed like jail in a way, like you know like the way schools are like so it was uh. Asians are there in the center. We were, we were, just, we were at the square. We had like the, I think we had the best spots. Like honestly, like and we claimed them. That's that was our spot. Like for years, like even before I was there, that was just everybody knew. Like that's that's the Asian side. Like that's that's, that's like it's like it's like front and center. And um uh right right in front of us would be the Mexicans. Mexicans hung out in front in front of the cafeteria, and we hung out on the the, the gangster ones hung out on the on the left side. Uh, near the exits, uh, yeah, near the exits, and then like basically, yeah. So this, it would be like us, like us and the Mexicans. Basically, would we would be like just you know right in front of each other. There was no race, not there was no not no there wasn't like no racial tensions because like the race like the, the race the racial tensions were was actually inside the square, the Asian square. That's the funny that's the funny thing. But I'll I'll get back to that. So like. We were so like what we would do is like you know we saw each other for like two minutes we would every passing period we would like go up to each other like hey hi kiss hug uh, how's how's your day going blah 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 or how are you nothing you know or if we she like my ex like she she was very very like serious about school so she wouldn't even like you know sometimes she wouldn't even like kiss me or like hug me up like oh come on I'm trying to I'm trying to be loved right now. <laughs> So tell me about that first time. Where where were you? What was the setting like? Were you freaked out? Or you? Nervous? I will just say, um, for legal purposes, this was not in the U.S. <laughs> no, <laughs> joking. Um, I was um, with a group of friends, um, and in a very relaxed setting, um, we had um, some DMT, and we decided to. Um, we were all, you know, discussing different problems in our life, and we decided, you know, let's relax and, you know, sort of try to press the reset button and, you know, wake up tomorrow, like, refreshed and amazing. Um, and basically, I'm lying on the couch um, and, you know, vaporizing some DMT, not really feeling any effects, you know, smoke some more. Um, a lot of the other people in the room had already started to feel it because they had some experience with it, and just maybe their, their brains are more susceptible or you know more open to to the psychedelics so it took me a little bit of time um, to actually start seeing anything and I closed my eyes and the first thing that happened was sort of almost like what I would expected you know if like somebody takes acid or something there was like a lot of geometric shapes and they were very bright and colorful and like spinning and making like these beautiful amazing like sacred geometry patterns and I'm going wow, this is the most amazing screensaver I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I'm like, this doesn't seem meaningful or anything, but this is beautiful. Like, I could never imagine seeing these patterns and shapes and just the way it was going um, ever in my life. And I'm just like, wow, this is just 
beautiful. Like I feel like all of my neurons are like firing in some kind of beautiful um, pattern that will never happen again. I'm just like most beautiful sunset ever, you know? Um, but then things started changing. So I started having, it was almost like it became sort of like a little bit of a video game. It's this is very bizarre, but um, you know, there, I saw like little cartoon cats walking around and like there's ice cream cones. It was weird. And then I'm going, okay, I don't know whether this is going to start going off the deep end, you know? Um, but um, after that played out a while, um, there was like a distortion of the reality there. Like the, what I was seeing was no longer like a 3d world. It became like a 4d world, which it was like time and space was bending. And then I had the sensation of starting to fall, which was really interesting. It was, should have been terrifying at the moment because like, it literally, it was like, I was falling into a black hole. That's what it felt like, but falling, falling, falling. And finally I sort of fell and then I felt like I was floating and it was very white, like sparkly type world. And literally it, it sounds really cheesy, but it sounded sort of like heaven-like where there's like clouds and just like, it felt like I was with like deceased, really amazing, important people. Like, and I was surrounded by like people that were like influential and, but cared about me and wanted me to be there and be safe. It was like, just a, an oddly emotional feeling. It was very abstract. And then like the last thing that I remember from that first trip was like, it was almost like the last supper setting. Like, and I'm not even a deeply religious person. I, I was raised Catholic, but literally it felt like I was sitting at the last supper and it was just like, this was completely normal. And then I, right after that, then I woke up and I was just like, She was like, I have to go to class. Like, I'm going to be late. And then, like, you know, so what we did was we started, we would, uh, write, we would write letters to each other. So, like, we see each other during passing period. And, um, you know, like, quick little, so we, we exchanged notes and stuff. Like, and then she, like, she would read mine, you know, during her time in class. And I would read hers. And, you know, we just replied to it and stuff. So that's how we kept, that's how we communicated um, throughout the day, like, in school, like, every day. So I have, like, a basically I had like this box that I didn't even know that I had and um <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna sound it's gonna sound freaking disgusting because it, it is disgusting <laughs> but like okay so like in high school right um in high school so basically like there was a thing called taking her chonies right and I I don't know who started it but like basically it's like it was like if you if you did it with somebody like if for guys like if you did it with a girl then you had to take her anywhere or like she they're basically like you you or she she or she would leave it or something like you like you, you got me here like i don't know it was i know like these things probably sound like kind of taboo like they're like what the fuck weirdos but like it was kind of no it was no it was a normal thing like to us like and like it's not like i would freaking like be like oh well, look i got it i got it i got it like so it wasn't like that at all <laughs> you know it was just like something that, that was like it, it actually just occurred like at, you you wouldn't you wouldn't ask for it there'd just be some days when like you know you did it with like a girl and she just she just can't wear that underwear anymore, anymore because yeah it's just it's just not I don't know if it's a sanitary thing or it's just like, you know, you got you basically you just yeah like it's like it, it does nothing for her you know, um, and then so yeah 
inside that box was a bunch of chonies <laughs> from different girls and then um what's it called and then there was also like a little a little tin tin box that had notes and i was like whoa what's this and i opened it up and i was like whoa content 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 see like that that's like the creative in me um but i you know i got to like i got to read some of the letters and stuff and uh i put them in order because like my i guess my, my ex was really good at like um i she really she wrote the date and stuff and like i know my letters i never wrote dates and stuff so my shit would be all over the place but and her letters would be all like super nice like there'll be drawings on it it'll be oh it was, man like it, it was nice i was like damn this is so nice but like um uh I noticed that. So this is one thing I noticed is that in through, like throughout time, and your mem like our memories are not that accurate. Like our memories are terrible, and sometimes like I think that we, I think that sometimes we lie in the, at the beginning, and then we lie like it's a it's like a lie from the beginning, right? And we tell ourselves that it it's it's actually that's the truth, but it's actually a lie, and so like years and years like you know let's say like decades pass in your mind you think that's what happened but that's not what happened because you were lying in the first place so like you kind of convince yourself that the, that the narrative was like this but the truth is the narrative was never like that and so i was like looking at you know i was reading the content of you know, these letters and i'm like damn like who the fuck was i in high school and why was i like this like I was like, I was a, the biggest jerk. Like, I felt so bad. Like, I was like, damn, I was, I was so fucked up. Like, like I, like to my first, the first girl I ever dated, like, I was so, like, I feel bad. Like, to the point that, like, sometimes I kind of want to hit her up and say, like, I apologize for, like, you know, treating you a certain way. But, you know, that's, that's, that's out of the question. I don't think, you know, I don't think she's interested in hearing that and it's already been so long you know but it's just I don't know like after like reading the content and stuff I was like damn like I was such a fucked up person like I remember like she was asking like so she would write questions like do you still love me and like like why are you like talking to other girls and why are you seeing other girls now and why'd you change your myspace status to single or something and i don't know you know something like that or facebook actually no it was a myspace at the time and i don't know like and i would write stupid stuff like don't worry i still love you blah blah blah, blah. i'm just you know i'm just i'm just growing up and i'm just you know just going with emotions and stuff um that's what i thought i wrote at, at least i don't know if i wrote that because <laughs> i don't have those i don't have my own letters obviously but like i i know i was a jerk because like so <laughs> then so towards the end of my first relationship i was i was thinking that she did me wrong right I, and i had this fixed belief that she was the one who, who did me wrong and actually it wasn't her at all it was me like I guess I was gaslighting the fuck. I, I like throughout my life I've been gaslighting myself like crazy. Like I've been lying to myself. Like I, I've been lying like because like I right, so growing up I wasn't I you know I really wanted I really wanted to have like I really wanted wanted friends. You know I really I was that kind of self serving person that like would do anything to like impress you know people so that they would want to hang out with me and stuff and. Um, you know, I would, 
you know, I, I did it because that was just, you know, I'm just admitting right now. Like, that's just how I, I, I always wanted to fit in. And, you know, at the cost of, like, you know, treating somebody, like, that's supposed to be your girlfriend, like, shit. Like, uh, I think when I was, like, so I was probably, like, young. Like, I was probably, like, 13 or 14. And I started going to, like, these parties, like, in, the, in, in the, another city. It's, it's basically, like, 15 minutes away from here. It's in the city of Carson. And I was, so, like, and where, where we live in Hawthorne and... And stuff like that there's not that many filipino like if you, if you like basically if you you don't really see filipinos as dateable because most of them are like like do we feel like we're all brothers and sisters here you know because yeah it's a small city and but we would date like other we would date like vietnamese girls because it's like definitely like, it was different you know like uh same with you know same with the guy their guys they, they would date they would date the filipino girls and it was always like the, uh interracial like like that and stuff and uh, it's just it's just crazy because like when I started going to Carson and stuff for my friends, because I always uh, like when I when I was in school, I hung I hung out I always hung out with the I didn't even hang out with people my age, and that's like it's so bad because you don't know, you don't know like you need uh, like one thing I I I noticed is that it's it's good to have people that to hang out with that are older because like you know you're kind of a part of it you're a part you know, you get you you basically get sheltered in to the system and stuff, and yeah, you don't really have to, you don't really have to like work too hard to kind of establish some kind of false identity, and then like, yeah, like I remember, I started going to Carson a lot, and then like I would go to these parties, and like in Carson it was like they were like, I don't know, like it was different because. Like I, I I know we had parties here in Hawthorne and cracking parties, like crazy parties and but then they were always um uh they were always hosted by like, you know, Mexicans and uh yeah, like there, there wasn't like you know, you wouldn't find that many Asian people hosting parties because that's not what we that's not that wasn't our thing here. You know, uh Asian families are very like reserved here and stuff and yeah, we don't it's different, you know, because these these parties would be organized. Like, there's a, I was actually a part of them, a party crew too, and I think a lot of people were. If you're talking about people my age, around twenty eight, twenty nine, like she graduated around that time, you know what's up. Like, you know, we had party crews, and I was basically from I was from a party crew. Um, uh, basically the party, like party crews were, were actually like in a way they, they kind of turned into gangs like and some of them turned into gangs and because it was it was it would generate money because um uh not to go off on a tangent but um one way to make money in school was to was throwing parties and you know and um if you're charging you know you're charging people to come in if say like 300 people come in and that's and you're charging like 15 20 dollars a head that's a lot of money and if you have like five six people in your party crew of course like you guys are gonna split that or you guys are gonna pay the person who hosted the house like the most or something and and then like uh that's not the only way they make money like they also make money selling stuff like selling um selling alcohol um you know, like, and then, um, but the most, the most, the most, what's it called? The most profitable was the Nasbians, the nitrous oxide. I, I, I know, like, that sounds like really crazy, but 
not, not I'm not sure if this is only a Cali California thing, but yeah, like we 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 had this like party drug, designer drug, whatever. It was called uh Nos. It was, it was basically basically you know, you know that that shit that people use so like they can make their car go faster when they're racing. Yeah, we inhaled that shit, and we had, well, what we did was we put it into a tank. And then, so we would go to like these places, and they would fill up the nas for us. And then, like a tank costs like a hundred bucks, and then to fill it up costs like probably like thirty. And but then that tank would, that tank would literally last like we would because we, we would sell so our balloons would be like three it would be like three for ten bucks or something. So we so like but we, you know three for ten and just imagine like one, you know like I, I remember there was a time when I was doing the nas and stuff and just put put on the little thing and. Whoosh, you know one balloon passed it and that guy usually hits it hits his first one and like when you take it it actually like throws you into a curveball like it's like whoa but it's not like computer cleaner because computer cleaner like all right maybe maybe i shouldn't be teaching you this stuff but like yeah it's similar to computer cleaner but computer cleaner it fucks you up a lot more because just again that's that's something there's other chemicals in that but nos was was just straight up nos you know so like the first thing like when you inhaled it, what you always want to do is you want to blow back in. So like to make your nose balloon last longer. So you go, and you're just like whoa! Like for like one second, everything like your world pauses. Like it literally like your world like the whole world stops for like two seconds. Like because I think they say like your heart your heart stops or something or I don't know. But it, like it like when you inhale it, it's like. And like everything, and just pauses. Like there's like a sudden pause in the world, and you're just like, what the fuck? And then, and then like the part, and then then, then like when you start coming back, like what's it called? Because some people, some people actually they um they faint. Some people faint. Um, I wasn't a fainter, thank God. But like like there's some people who like they they inhaled it like right away, and they would just fall to the ground, and it would be like, oh shit, you know, like. <laughs> But yeah, like the it was it was a terrible thing. But like, th- that, yeah, that's how that's that was like one of the most that's that's basically what what was the seller of the night. We would make like a thousand to like two thousand dollars just off balloons, um, and the tank would sometimes when that we wouldn't even finish the tank, like you know we would still have a lot left, and, and so when everybody was gone, we would just be all of us just being you know inside the house or something, still hitting you know still making balloons and just getting fucked up, you know like. And I remember, like, I even got a nickname. Uh, they used to call me Loons, like L O L O O N S. They used to call me Loons because, like, um, you know, whenever I whenever I get you know whenever I get into something, I get into it. You know, once I if I find like, if there's something I find that has like you know a value and people want it and and it makes money, I'm on it. Like you know, like I'm already I'm already like I'm I'm bought in already and. Cause that's always been my mindset. I've always been like a hustler. I always had the hustler mindset and stuff. So like, yeah, like basically, uh, like that that we would just be like freaking like in the living room all fucked up, like just like kidding the nose balloons, and that that's probably contributed to why I'm so stupid today, and like why like I make poor decisions and why like probably I have a speech impediment. But oh man, good days, really good days. I know I went off on a tangent, but it's kind of hard not to go off on a tangent especially when you're telling a story and you're trying to give context and 
um and they're actually like good side stories like you know they're good they're good side stories to know so that it builds up the the whole story but yeah so like and carson like and so like what what i knew uh well like well basically carson carson had these great they had great parties because their parties weren't like the part the thing about our parties here in like um these cities where i live they would get shut down fast or there would be a fight there would be a fight or a shooting um because um there's more obviously more mexican gangs and more en- enemies of each other that that will end up in the same place and you know it was just it was just a recipe for failure basically and it wasn't like that in carson and carson like like their parties were very like ex- exclusive and everybody every since everybody was like filipino everybody kind of respected the house like you know they didn't do anything stupid because the house is like you know they're like everybody had the same mindset like oh i know like it's a filipino house they like, don't treat it right like I, I don't know it's different um and not to get race racial either i just that's just something i saw so what i did what i started doing was like i, I introduced the nas scene to, to carson at first people were calling me crazy people were like get that shit out of here and like and i was like dude i'm just i'm just like i'm like have you even tried it and they're just like i'm not trying that shit i'm just like try it i'm like i'm just like well then just let me make my money i'm like some people are buying and and i was like and i was like, I was like this is your airport it's like this is your party and i'm actually doing you a service right now like you get i'm like you get you get free ones all night like you know what i mean this is like where i'm from like I'm I'm the I'm the manager that that people are waiting for, if they at the party, you know. I'm I'm like I'm like people are like literally come to these parties just for this for this, and he's like, all right, let me try it, and then and I give him a balloon. This guy's like, fuck, damn, hell yeah. <laughs> so like you know that gets introduced in Carson, and so like you know put two and two together, you know I started partying every weekend, like I like and I was like thirteen, fourteen. Imagine that, like I was young. Uh, I I started off young, um, like. Did I just go to heaven? I am. This is a really like I. This is bizarre. Like that's not. I started off seeing shapes, and then there were cats, and then I felt like I fell out of space and ended up at the Last Supper in heaven or something. It was just such a weird, bizarre experience. And they're like, my friends were like, yeah, a lot of us have had similar experiences. It's like crossing over, and I'm going crossing over where? And they're like, oh, to the other side, and I'm going. Um, none of this makes sense to me. It wasn't scary. It was fun. Um, I'm. It was very interesting to have a like spiritual experience at the end because again, I don't consider myself spiritual, and I'm going, why, why would my brain take me there? You know, out of all the places, but I felt safe. I felt comfortable. Um, I felt accepted, and that was just an interesting place at the time because um, I was going through some emotional turmoil and I didn't feel safe or welcome or like I had friends and it just felt at the end like it was okay and I was loved and that was a really nice thing and made me want to go try it again at some other point. Yeah, and um, I guess there was this girl. There was this girl named oh, I don't want to say her name. That's messed up. But like, there was this girl, and she. Um, I remember when I was sitting on the couch in the garage, and I was just like chilling because, 
I'm not much of a dancer and stuff, but I do, you know, I'll, I'll dance with my, if my girl's there, then I'll dance with my girl. But then, like, of course, she, she, she was, like, more into school. And, yeah, like, she, yeah, she, she, it was, like, you know, she, we were young. We were, like, 13, 14. Like, she has no business, like, you know, as a, that, that young going to these parties. And I think about it, and I'm just, like, damn, like, 14, 13. Like, I look at, like, them, like, they're just, like, still, like, children, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just like I can't believe I can't believe I used to do all that stuff at a young age, but like, yeah, like so there was this girl and and she was like, she she basically she 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 was like you know, she she was uh hitting on me and stuff like, they should sit with me and talk to me and stuff but I didn't give her like any peace of mind because like. I I don't know like I never I never you know I, to me it was like I I have a girl I'm saying oh, I got a girl like you know but like I was kind of um at the same time I was very very um what's the word oblivious yeah I was very oblivious because I'm not used because you know you have to remember this I only had this was like I you know I had this was my first relationship and I was still in high school and so like I not really knew what what flirting was I didn't know I didn't know like. I didn't know like if a girl's flirting with me or if a girl yeah I didn't think about that stuff you know I'll just be like oh she's just talking to me you know and then uh yeah talking turned into like lap dances on me and stuff and then like eventually like the whole night she was just like whenever like I go over to Carson for a party some days and then some days we would skip school we wouldn't even go to school till, and we would have day parties I know that's crazy right but we would have day parties and then like I don't know it's like it kind of felt like it kind of started feeling like I was cheating you know like like cause but like I would only see this girl at these parties like this particular party like or this this one house always had parties like this one house always it was just one house um you know shout out to Jay uh what's his name Shout out to the homie, Mr. Matthews. I'm not gonna say his first name because yes, <laughs> oh, that's Matthews is like that's his middle name. Yeah, but um, uh, what was I? But yeah, like so, like it kind of felt like I was cheating, but at the same time, I didn't think it was cheating because you know I was like an asshole and yeah, like I'm just like I'm just getting a lap dance from a girl, like you know. I, I mean, it's kind of obvious how it was, and but we never we weren't like kissing and stuff. But then we were always like she was always on me, like she 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 had like the biggest crush on me, and for me, I just liked the attention. I noticed that I I I just like I like the I I think I was more in it for the, um, you know, for of course I like the attention that came from her, like I my ex wasn't like that she wasn't like you know she wasn't you know freaky like that i mean she, she don't get me wrong you know don't get me wrong she thought she wasn't freaky but uh, but you mean you know what i mean like she like she wasn't like you know like we were at parties great she wasn't she wouldn't be on my lap like grinding on me and stuff because that's not what we did that's not what we did here you know that's like you know that's she she has she has more respect for her, like her image and stuff so like um yeah like uh that girl um started um she started to become kind of a stalk she kind of she started stalking me in a way because like 
uh she was she was already driving like she started i think i was like probably 14 i was probably 15 at the time and then like she was i think she was like 17 16 17 she had her license already and so she started stalking me like legit she started driving the hawthorne and like looking for me and i'm like what the fuck and the reason why it was like that is because like cell phones back then like there wasn't free it wasn't free to like um you know how we have unlimited data today like back in the day like it wasn't like that like like if you basically it was like you you you're on prepaid or you're paying or your parents pay for your phone bill and phone bills were cheap back then but then like if you compare it to now at least but then like yeah most people didn't have most people had prepaid phones like you know i mean most people didn't have um bills i mean we were in high school like you know so and phones weren't that important or they weren't the primary way they they still yeah they still i mean if it wasn't primary now it, it wasn't really primary back then either it was like phones would i think they started getting like you know very very like dedicated like you know phone it was when the sidekicks came out the sidekick the t-mobile sidekick so that's when everybody was like i need to be on my phone all the time because i need to be on that aim <laughs> aol instant messenger but um yeah like like we would use that because i guess it didn't use um minutes like you know because when you use minutes then like you know you got a refill and stuff like that so you're just like oh, no just hit me up on aim same thing with text messages like people be like don't don't, don't text me because it costs it, it costs like five cents to text me so that, that you know that's five cents less than so you know if you load it with twenty dollars and that means you have you know so many fucking text messages that you can before your thing your, your shit runs out and i was like no it sounds so ghetto right like back in the day but then like today like that shit's crazy because we don't even you know it's like we don't even check up on each other and stuff and we have all this unlimited data unlimited minutes and like talk time is like at the lowest it's ever been you know what i mean i think talk time was a lot higher when we were younger when we didn't have the minutes you know when we didn't have the minutes to talk to each other and it's actually an interesting point of view if you think about it like when we have the unlimited we have the unlimited um resources to um you know to to reach out to people and talk to them but we don't use it and but we pay for it damn sure pay for it but we don't use it like people call me and I'm, i don't answer like i don't know who it is like like so, like that's how it is like it's, it's so crazy how how like um for me it's like if i don't know a number i just won't answer just because um i don't know who it is you know like and uh it's you know sometimes sometimes it could be a scammer so and sometimes it could be a bill collect you know debt collector and the, the minute like like if you're young if you you know if you don't really know that much like you know debt collectors what they do is like when when they call you they they confirm they ask questions you know they're like it's hi is this blah 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 and then like you'll be like yes or no and what they do is they don't so they don't they're recording the whole conversation and they'll even tell you like at the beginning oh you're on the recorded line uh is, is this joseph or something like that blah blah blah, blah. and you're just like yeah yes 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 you're like yes what's up or yes was this like what they would do is like they would they would copy your yes and then like basically like 
like you know whatever question they asked that needed a, needed a yes like especially to admitting the debt they would edit the, so they would edit the whole conversation just to make it they make it sound like you would you were agreeing you would you were just admitting your, like, yourself like to like stuff and that's why uh, like, that's why I don't answer the phone because I'm like if it's really that important and this person really needs to talk to me they know that they, they could text me and if they didn't text me, they will leave a voicemail. Like if you leave, basically, if, if you if you talk to me, you, you just have to you know leave a voicemail that then we know who you are, and then I'll call you back like right away. Because like if you don't leave a voicemail, then it's like you know it's probably most likely marketing or something. Anyway, this has been a long long podcast. So I'm gonna try to stop going off on a tangent. Uh, so I was I was as I was cleaning right. I was cleaning and uh, you know I was looking at these pictures and I was like, should I throw this away? You know, what if I throw this away? Like I don't need this anymore because this part of my life is dead. Like, and I think we feel that sometimes we feel that. I think really, I think I, I, that's how I look at relationships. Like, I think relationships are the first, the first like hint of death that that like most people will um, experience because. It's a it's a sudden change. It's a it's a it's so it maybe not the same for everybody, but for me, it's like it's so different because um you have to pretend you know you have to pretend to see you see somebody that you were once very intimate with and maybe you lost your virginity to and like maybe like I don't know you just you just have to and you know there's so many memories right and then you have to sit there at a party or like you have to sit there at school wherever like and you see the person and you guys aren't together anymore and it's like it's so it's like the weirdest thing because it's like just like you know just like two months ago we were like boyfriend girlfriend and you know you were kissing me you were hugging me and like you know today it's like it's different like you're with somebody else now and i see it you know, I see it, and that hurt. I remember that used to fuck me up at school. I used to be like, "Fuck!" Like you know, when when my ex found out. So like, that girl, that girl, she 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 starts like fucking stalking me. Like, man, like this shit was weird. And then she found me at. Uh, the only reason she found me was because one of, so somebody from Carson they moved like their family. I don't know. It was just it was just like a it was a. Uh, coincidence. So their family moved to Hawthorne, and so that became uh, uh, like that. Her house became the the link between Hawthorne and Carson. So, uh, whenever we had parties, we would be able to kind of like throw it at their house, and at the same time, it would be like you know, we were, it would be the perfect link because we had a person from Carson, right? We had a person from Carson now living in Hawthorne, and so now people from Carson started feeling more comfortable coming to Hawthorne and you know like she was so, so basically I was at the party I was at one of these parties and my ex was there too so I was there I was there with my ex at the party and stuff and then uh, I remember I went outside because I well I, I used to sl- I used to slang and stuff so like I, I remember I went outside to serve somebody and then like after I served them they left and then she was like hey she honked and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, hold on, I'm going to park. And then, like, she parked. I was like, what the fuck? 
I was like, what are you, I was like, what, I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I, I wanted to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, I was like, I can't talk to you. And I was like, I can't talk to you right now. My, girl, my girlfriend's here. She was like, what girlfriend? You have a girlfriend? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, why didn't she tell me that? And I was like, you never, like, <laughs> you never, like, I was like, I'm not going to tell you that when you, you when I'm getting a lot of dance. What the hell? Or when you're like, you're grinding on me. I'm not going to be like, oh, I have a girlfriend. Like, or like, you know, I, I, I don't know. It was just bad. So, like, you know, I was outside in the front of the house, you know, smoking a cigarette and stuff, uh, like, young, young as hell, and, like, I was talking to this girl, and I was telling her to, like, kind of, like, leave me alone and stuff, and, like, only talk to me when we're in Carson and stuff, and, yeah, like, basically, like, just, just leave it there, leave it there, like, don't put, don't read that, I was like, don't read that shit here, because I got a girl, like, and then, like, my girlfriend, or my ex-girlfriend came out the house, or came out, yeah, came out, like, she came out and she saw both of us um it was so like i'll tell you this like it, it's not what it looked like because like i know i was hugging her but i was like hugging her like saying like you know like you know like basically i was hugging her because she she was kind of like sad and i was like hugging her like you know telling her like come on like i'll see you in person right now i started hugging her i was like go home like like so i was just gonna go home and then my ex was coming out and she saw me hugging her like and i guess it looked like one of those kind of hugs and she was like what the fuck who the fuck was that bitch and then like and then i was like oh shit and then and then and she's like who's that and then like i was like so i was like it's, it's, like and then this is the first time in my life i can actually say it's not what it looks like like it really wasn't what it looked like but and at the end of the day it was what it was and it was what it, it i mean it didn't look like what it looked like but it because we did have a little secret secret thing going on in Carson, but I mean, you know, I was telling her not to bring it around like where I live because I had a girlfriend and stuff. And so, like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know, like, I was like, that's how much of a jerk I was. Like, I was a jerk. I was so fucked up that like, I didn't even think that like it mattered to have a girlfriend. Like, I, if she, as long as she was in a different like city. Like I, like, I could have a girl, like, a different girlfriend in every city or something. And then, like, I was, like, getting in the car and just go home. And, like, my ex was, like, like she was, like, yelling at me. She was, like, who, like, she was, like, you've been fucking minding me, like, like, all this time. Like, and I'm, like, no. I was, like, she, she was just a friend and stuff. And she was, like, she's not just, she's, like, she was, like, I saw you guys fucking hugging. Like, don't tell me, like, don't act, like, don't try to act stupid with me. I was, like, I was, like, I don't know. I was, like, I don't, she's, like, she's, like what are you doing? She's, like, what are you doing with that girl? I was, like, nothing. I just, I was just hugging her because she's, was leaving and she was like yeah but like like how come i don't know about her and why is she here like why is she visiting you and then you know it's kind of hard to like it's kind of hard to you know i was out of you know i was out of excuses i was like i was like she likes me like and uh, i don't like her but she likes me and and that's i just told her straight up like you know she's she she was like she just wants to see me like she knows how she knows i go out with you and she you know she wants she just wants to see me she's gone but she's gone now you know she just she got in her car and left she and so like my ex was like what the hell and like she didn't i don't know she was so mad like she's she was so mad she didn't talk to me the rest of the night and then um yeah like I, I, I was an asshole like I felt bad I was like damn I feel so bad and I was reading like those letters and stuff when I was out while I was cleaning and I was like god damn like I was such a fucking asshole like like to um to my ex and, I, and she would she tried so hard like 
like I started like as as soon as so so like my as so when she found out, I kind of doubled down on that girl from that girl from Carson because like you know I thought about like the way like I like how she she was already grown like she she already had you know she was already driving I thought you know I was already like for me I was like that's a, that's a plus you know that's a one and like. You know, I mean, like, with my ex at the time, of course, like, when I see the value now, I'm like, no, I, I should have stayed with my ex, what the fuck? Like, but then, of course, I'm thinking, you know, I, you know, I think, like, a 14, 13, 15-year-old, whatever, like, like you know, I was just thinking about, like, what, what benefits me, what's good for me, what's what do I get out of it, what's, what's like, you know, the best thing. And, like, looks-wise, like, um... Yeah, she was a little. She was. A, she was. Well, she was more developed. She was more developed than my my girlfriend at the time. But yeah, so she, you know, in a way, I kind of felt like I wanted something different. Um, yeah, like so. My ex, like she, after that, she like she she made a scrapbook. Um, and she put together like everything we ever did, and like she would save, she saved like all these movie tickets that we that we would watch movies. Like every time I watched the movie, she saved it, and then like she so I didn't know like every month or something, or maybe she did it all at one time. She made a scrapbook, and that scrapbook literally fucked me in my life because like I still have it, and like fuck, like that shit sucks, like because it's it's like a. Like, I want to give it back to her, but I don't know how to give it back without sounding so, like, without it sounding like a fucking love story, you know, or is that like a fucking, like, some drama shit. It's because she has a boyfriend now, and I'm not going to do that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to just, you know, I got to leave them alone. And then, um, like, yeah, like, well, I don't want to throw it away because that's fucked up. Because, like, you know, there's pictures in there of, you know, there's actual real, like, people used to develop pictures, and there's, like, baby pictures younger like kid pictures of her i'm pretty sure that she wants back you know and um i will give it back to her i actually told her like i probably like i want to say like probably like uh a long time ago probably like uh, like no it's just too long like 10 years ago probably uh i think i told her like like hey do you want do you want it back and she was like why are you bringing up with me and i was like what the hell like this was and yeah mind you like this is because we both saw each we both found each other at a party like in Cer- like cerritos another city which is a little further and um she was there uh she was single and i was single at the time and i told her I was like, hey um uh i know like i haven't talked to you in a while but do you want to take the scrapbook back because um i know like you know that those are your, you have baby pictures there of you and i'm not sure if you have any more copies or and you had some other pictures of you when you're younger and i'm sure you want those pictures back and she was like why are you bringing up with me i was like what the fuck like you know like that so like basically it was like a she it was like an abstract it was an abstract thought you know she was like you know kind of leading like hinting to me like 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 we never broke up in a way like um even though it was, it was already like a year or two years that we were after we were broken up like she was she had you know she was already with somebody else and then they broke up and so she was on her single phase i was on, i was like i was single i think i don't i don't remember but like um yeah so i i offered to bring to bring back the to give her back the scrapbook and she was like no that's yours like that's that's for yours to keep so you can remember you can remember our relationship and stuff and i was like that's so fucked up 
<laughs> I was like, that's I was like, that's so fucked up. Why would you do that shit? And but I think now, like, it's been long. So it's been so long. So like, I think now it, it could be kind of looked at like a joke, even though it's not a joke. It's actually very sad. Like you know, the the scrapbook. Um, basically every so every month she had a picture every month and stuff and those pictures of us and she would talk about like the highlights of our relationship she would be like on this month this month on this day on you know like it was kind of it was the most like it's it's a beautiful it was was a beautiful piece of like it was a beautiful gesture and stuff you know and <laughs> no, it was insane. Insane. <laughs> and all, all this happened over like six minutes, but it felt like, to me, it felt like this was like maybe two or three hours. And it was just like, oh no, you were just in there for six minutes. It, it blows my mind sometimes thinking about this because the, the old me would have never been able to rationalize that. It was just like, okay, uh, <laughs> let's just forget that happened. That was weird. Or you're, uh, you're mentally ill or something, you know, that's that's what you're trained to think you know if you're having these experiences your brain isn't is isn't working or it's doing something weird or you know for a neuroscientist point of view you know well that's just this this neuron overfiring and releasing too much glutamate and you know you're just it's all chemical response but the fact that my body took a chemical and decided to give me a feeling of comfort and spirituality and um sort of went that that way with it was nice and it's Mm. i think our bodies have an innate um ability to heal themselves and that's amazing and not many people know how to unlock that with them in themselves and it's um i can't wait for the the time where i can have another experience with it and so you say you originally sought out the dmt to help deal with childhood trauma i i think We've really lost our ways to purge this trauma in Western society. Uh, we've lost a lot of the ancient traditions and ancient medicines that allowed people to do so. And instead, we're being given medicines that are more of a band-aid on a bullet wound. They don't actually get to the core to treat that trauma. How did DMT help you deal with your childhood trauma? I've even had trips where um, I felt like I was lifted up and it's very odd to describe this, but it feels like there's these tall people that are standing up like almost over the earth and looking down on us. And like they're whatever, they're gods or whatever that they are, um, but they have like a big eye. And um, I've had one trip where I look, literally I felt like I was looking through their eye at the world below and like I was a caretaker. I cared about the beings below and um, I had this sense that no matter why I'm here, it's okay. I don't need to know, but to know that I'm here for a reason, that I'm cared about, that there's someone always watching and taking care of my world and my people and my friends and my earth and that it's okay and that we're all connected. Like we're all, like all those beings, we're all like encircled around like the earth and like touching each other and like infusing their energy in the earth. And I just felt that power and that love and that compassion. And I just felt like I needed to bring that love and compassion of everyone into back into the world with me and that feeling alone has just tremendously changed you know what my focus is um, my focus is now on healing people helping people it really wasn't about that before it was really about data and finding results and presenting results it wasn't about the people you know even though I said I wanted to help people it was really about 
you know, almost like the office grind, you know, do a research study, find results, publish them, you know, basically job security, you know, do a lot of busy work to make sure you have a job the next day, you know, whether it's helping people, it's not, you know, it's, you're just researching the minutia of something that's doesn't really matter, you know, at the end of the day, um, I decided to take all of my knowledge and all of my energy and figure out how do I help humanity? How do I move things forward? How do I really make a difference? She gave me that, she gave me that, I think, like, when we were breaking up. Yeah, like, oh, we're, she, yeah, like, we were breaking up and stuff, and she, that's when she gave me the, the freaking scrapbook. And then I was like, I saw, like, I opened it and stuff, and when I got home, and then, like, you know, I started crying and stuff, you know, like a little bitch. And I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was, I was like, can we stop before we start over? And she was like, I can't, I already, I'm already dating somebody, and I was like, fuck. It was my friend too, but yeah, that was, I guess like the lesson I want to um like you know, for you to take from this is uh, uh don't don't take people for granted and sometimes sometimes you know sometimes you don't see sometimes you don't see that the ones who really care about you. Like sometimes, sometimes the ones who really love you are the ones that you're, you're are the ones that that you yourself are kind of pushing away. And then, and I can't. And I'm not trying to like teach you a way to like prevent that. I think it's. I think it's unpreventable. Like I think. I think like we. I think we have to experience that. I think it's something that you have to experience just so that you can um be better when you know when the time comes for you to experience it but yeah like don't you know don't take people for granted basically and love people basically you know give somebody give you know if you're with somebody give them like a hundred percent of your of you your attention uh i mean maybe not a hundred but like you know if you're like physically with somebody like i'm not talking about like i'm just saying like if you're like say like your friend comes over like be, you know be with them like you know be 90 they talk to them like ask them how they're doing ask them questions you know ask them about you know their mental health ask them you know like i know like some of them will be like why are you asking so many questions and stuff but then like that's a part like for me like i'm just like well you know like when somebody comes over or somebody hangs out i don't expect to just sit here and like fucking watch tv or like just sit here and be on their phones and shit i'm like no like when i'm with somebody i feel like i have i have the obligation i at least i feel like i have the obligation to to be you know to not be of a service or but to be present with that person like and i you know, I only like people, I only like people that are like that because most people aren't like that. Most people hang out because they, they want something in return or, you know, most people, most people who hang out, you know, most, most of, I think it's like natural human instinct, even though it's fucked up. I think most of us hang out with people because we want something from them, you know? Some, you know, sometimes it's sex, sometimes it's money, sometimes it's drugs, sometimes it's because you have no, you have nowhere else to go. Uh, some, you know, sometimes you're just using them or you're not, you know, you just, there's so many reasons, you know, so many, I can't even count, but like, yeah, like all I'm saying is don't take people for granted because 
um, is it will backfire on you. And when I experienced it, it fucking hurt like hell. And as I was cleaning my room, I told I realized that all I grew up all my dating life and all my um, I grew up all this time thinking that it was her fault and that she hurt me and that she cheated on me or like or like she left me but that wasn't the narrative at all the narrative was i was the one that was uh cheating on her isn't that crazy like it's i mean to me it was crazy because i had this fixed belief that it was her that ended the relationship and it, 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 I mean, it was her to end the relationship, but I had, I had like this fixed belief in my head that it was her that, that like got with my friend. But no, like they didn't get together right away. But they got together like you know like fast, but just not like right away. Like so, like basically, like it looks like she, you know, she gave me the scrapbook, and I think it was just like this is my gift to you because. You know, you, this is what everything you're gonna miss out on, and I, and you know, and it really was because I got that last page. Like, uh, I'm getting all emotional and shit. But on the last page, it said, "Like, if only we we could have continued to, if only we could we could have continued the scrapbook, because there's so many pages left to be, you know, finished." And I was like, "Damn," you know, I was like, "That shit hurt." And then she wrote like this one last letter and stuff, and she was—I don't know—like she probably doesn't think it. She probably—it's probably not even true. Uh, I mean, it's probably true then, but it's not true now. But when I read it now, I'm like, I wonder if she still feels this way. Because I know I still feel that way for her, but not like not no not in the sense that like I I need that like I need to get back with her. No, not like that. But it's more like this. It's more in the sense that like I feel like. I want to talk, like, I want to have this conversation, and kind of, like, you know, now that I'm a little bit more mature, um, yeah, like, I kind of feel like I want to talk about that, like, with her, but, uh, I don't think she, she's, you know, I don't think she's in the same vibe as me, I think she's, you know, she's very realistic, and, you know, over the years, you know, people change, you know, people grow up, and stuff like that, I think me, it's not that I didn't grow up, I think it's that I avoided the pain so the when my first ex like i, I couldn't I, I didn't i couldn't take the pain like, that. like you know i didn't end up getting with kel oh shit i didn't end up getting with that other girl like you know like basically like i just kind of like yeah like she i didn't end up getting with her like i got nothing out of this whole like basically i got screwed over from this whole arrangement you know what i mean like and it sucks right it super fucking sucks like <laughs> and so yeah i guess like don't you know really don't don't take people for granted because um you never know you never know like some, some yeah sometimes like, it really is the people that that you're ignoring that probably love you the most and in her letter i was reading it uh I was thinking about if I should share it, but uh, maybe I'll be too much. Nah, I think I'm gonna read it just for this because this is content. And I didn't. The reason why I'm doing this long, this long form podcast today, is because I didn't podcast the whole July. 
so i feel like this is like you know i owe it to people who listen i owe it to i owe it to myself i owe it to you know anybody who's ever spent five minutes on my whoever spent a minute on my podcast like you know i think you know you think you're awesome honestly i don't know who you are like and i don't need to know who you are i just you know i i'm happy that you're here so i'll read the i'll read what you wrote it's a it's a little dramatic okay it's a little it's a little dramatic um (laughs) ah damn it Uh, let me see if i can find it first okay let me see if i can find it if it's not near me then yeah probably not or maybe i'll save it I have a bookshelf, okay. <laughs> that's on my bookshelf. It that's where this thing it lives. It lives in my bookshelf. Uh, I so this thing it's it's falling apart, but like this thing basically was was um in a box and stuff. Uh, it's everything's here. Like everything's put together. Like the letters that she wrote to me. Like it's fucking crazy. Like it's all here, like she she put all her letters. I don't know how she did this, but everything is here. Like, and if so, she's so good. Like you know, she's so good at fucking. This is like, man, I didn't know how. This is like she probably didn't even know how smart she was, but she's she like this is some smart shit. Like this is why I'm. This is probably why I'm so good at fucking like making somebody you know making some girl crazy about me because. And I think I learned from her. Like, goddamn, like this shit fucked me up. You know, this <laughs> this shit fucked me up. Like the the empty pages. Oh my goodness, this this she like you know she she thought like, you know she that's premeditated. That's some premeditated shit. You know, like in the empty pages. Like you got you got you can't tell me that's not fucking premeditated. That was fucking premeditated like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like look at all these empty pages, and then she like you know she wrote like if only. If only, like, you know, we could have continued. If only, it says, if only we could have fin- we could have finished this, you know, the rest of our lives and stuff. And, like, there's so many empty pages. Like, that's like, oh, my goodness. That's why I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what if, like, we, what if, like, somehow, like, in the future, like, this page opened up. But i don't i don't you know i don't entertain that idea okay i'm not entertaining that i I just i just always feel like i always look at so i always look at things from a different point i always look at things from every every direction you know um i look at it from like you know a view that it's over like it's done and these are the pages that we never got to fill or it's over and there's pages still left to fill but only life only life will tell us you know if we'll get to get to that point you know we we never really know you never really know you know but at the same time i don't like entertain i mean i entertain the idea but like i don't like you know i'm not living off of that like you know i'm living my own life she's living her own life and yeah but there's a reason these empty pages are there you know i 
I can, you know, you can't deny that that was, this was fucking premeditated like a motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so this is the this is the this is the the letter. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna say her name because to keep her identity safe and um yeah. So it goes. Uh, oh, I can't say that. I can't say that. Those are nicknames to each other. Shit. So nickname and nickname together forever, babe. Nobody's going to love you more than I can. Nobody can ever replace you, babe. And hopefully nobody can ever replace me. Never, ever, 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 ever let me go. Not even for a little bit. No matter what. We'll make it through the earth, wind, fire. Never, ever be replaced. Or most of all separated I love you to death babe I hope you know that I want us to be together forever for eternity even if we're not together temporarily you'll always be mine forever we say things we don't mean but that's just because we miss each other like crazy never let go babe I don't ever want you to let me go I always want to be safe and sound in your arms we promise for we promise remember never leave each other okay baby I love you even if you're not here I love and miss you a thousand times more. Scratch that. I miss you and I love you uh, infinity times more. <laughs> Always and forever, baby, baby. I don't know what I would do without you. Who's going to make me shine when, when everything gets dark and lonesome? Who's going to tickle me when my world seems to be crashing down? Who's going to hold my hand and help me when everything and tell me everything is going to be okay? When I when I'm worried, who's going to laugh and go, oh, my God, when I get a blonde moment? <laughs> who's going to go? Who's going to always be there when everyone else is against me? But most importantly, who's going to love me more than you love me? Baby, I want to, all I want to say is that, baby, oh, it's my bad. Baby, all I want to say is, I is I love you with all my heart. Even when I don't show it, I truly, I really, truly do. Always and forever, babe, heart. Future wife. Smile like the sunrise. You are my sunshine. Or you are my sunrise. I love you. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, that shit hurts, huh?
that shit fucking hurts. Fuck. God damn it. (laughs) Damn. You see, like, life. I think that I hope that gave you some context on like why I am the way I am like you know I hope that really helped you to like um you know I hope that really gave you an insider like you know into my life and stuff and yeah like uh obviously like you know she was younger and I'm sure she doesn't feel the same way like you know what I mean um but I honestly don't know you know because I think I, you know, like Cheryl Crow, the first cut is the deepest. And yeah, like sometimes I don't, I don't think we, I don't know, I don't think we ever fully get over some. I, I think if here's, here's, what, here's what I know about love. Like when you love somebody, like if you truly love somebody, you're always going to love them. Like even if you fucking hate their guts, like even if they fucking did the worst of shit, like you can ever think of, like you might be disgusted. You, you might even, you know, you might you might feel like the worst, like you know, feeling in the world. But something inside you still always gonna love them, and especially in something like that's a little like that's minor, like you know, a little that's not bad, you know. Like the only thing that happened was we were fully broke up. But I'm talking about there's like other stuff like you know maybe she you did some fucked up shit like you beat her ass or something and you almost killed her like that's I know that's different maybe maybe you know there's a reason I mean this kind of this let's throw away the the extremes away all right let's just put it to this practical situation like damn like you know like I was you know you could you could hear me like you could hear me try to read it and I'm like what the fuck like i can't read this shit like this shit hurts and it doesn't hurt me like in, in a way that like i miss her it's more like it hurts me as like as it hurts me that i treated somebody like that you know like that's what hurts me it hurts me that like i i had i put like like what i put this this person through and that's what makes that's what gives me pain and I know, like, it might sound like, oh, you, you know, you're just not over your girlfriend, but that, I'm, like, that relationship is, is done. It's not like I'm, you know, it's, it's not like I'm trying to get back with her. No, like, it, it's just, I'm like, the truth is that, like, I, uh, what makes me sad is, is how I, I treated her and how I wish I can, like, you know, make up for her, or, like, at least, like, tell her, you know, like, at least, be, like, you know, at least, like, I don't know, you know, there's nothing you can really do sometimes i don't know you know i i, I don't know it's just it, it's just you know i i feel really bad and i wasn't who i i don't know i wasn't who i was when i was like you know at that age like i was all over the place like you know anyway i hope this brought you some value you know <sighs> this is so hard for me to put out oh my goodness i'm not sure if i want to put this out but i'm going to because i don't want to miss a month and you know that's what this whole ultra long podcast is for because yeah like you know i i that's i kind of neglected my podcast audience and i kind of neglected this this therapy you know um i don't think this i think this is the longest conversation i've had in the whole month you know so 
I hope this brought you value and I hope you know you can learn from this and the biggest you know key the biggest you know the biggest reason I hope you know the biggest takeaway I want you to get from this is uh don't take people for granted and you know be you know be faithful to the one you know be faithful to you know the one you have um because it never really turns out and it doesn't really turn out that good sometimes most of the time with someone else but um and also you know treat you know treat people decently you know how how you treat people how you want to be treated i guess and yeah Ooh, that was emotional but then it i hope this i helped you because you know we need we need to hear something else we need and i'm not trying to bring up old content but i'm just trying to i'm trying to mix the conversation and you know i'm tired of the the same thing over and over like all we hear about is this freaking you know pandemic and stuff so yeah i hope you know i hope you got to get some value out of this and i'll be seeing you maybe in august well i mean for sure in august but uh i'm not sure if i'm gonna upload another podcast for a few days so i hope you really enjoyed this and please share it with a friend it'll help me a lot or maybe just uh shoot me a message uh here send or hit me up on instagram hit me up on twitter hit me up on uh youtube especially just look up abstract discovery and you'll be able to find me once again thanks again for listening to the able recipe this is also a podcast about anxiety but mostly this is about being able to live life and you know take basically play the play the play the hand you know play the hand that you're dealt that's not what the brand uh slogan is just i'm just kind of like you know winging it but yeah (laughs) so yeah uh be safe out there and you know stay safe don't be stupid wear a mask and yeah live long